Hi, this is Andrew, and this is Keynote, the daily now.tv chat show with some of the world's leading thinkers and writers. Hello, everybody. It is Monday, December the 12th, 2022. Uh, we're getting to the end this week of the Football World Cup. Uh, according to the Financial Times, which does its football very well. Um, Lionel Messi mania has diverted Argentina from its economic problems, which are profound. Surprise, surprise, no different from before. Messi made an interesting comment. He said, um, in, in playing for his last shot, apparently, at winning the World Cup, Diego is watching us from heaven. Diego, of course, referring to the great Diego Maradona, um, the author of The Hand of God, one of the greatest footballers and simultaneously, I, I guess, cheats in the history of sports. What's interesting about Messi's comment about Maradona is he takes it for granted that Diego is in heaven rather than hell. I think many people outside Argentina and Brazil and the United Kingdom might suggest that Diego ended up in hell for his hand of God uh, infraction. Uh, we, of course, or most of us don't know why you go to heaven or hell, although I suspect that our guest today, Morris Saatchi, who uh, has had a very distinguished career as a conservative uh, lord and advertising baron and various other things knows more than most of us about why we go to heaven or hell. He has a new memoir out called Do Not Resuscitate uh, DNR, which speaks of why some people go to heaven and some people go to hell and suggests that he might be on his way to heaven. I'm not sure um, whether he's knocking on heaven's door yet. He's still in his home in the United Kingdom, a very baronial one, looking from the background. Morris, welcome. Um, how do you know whether or not we go to heaven or hell? And do you think Maradona, it should, 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 should Messi take it for granted that Maradona ended up in heaven? I mean, firstly, may I say I'm greatly honoured to be um, interviewed by you. And thank you for asking me to, to speak on that subject. Um, yes, I can all your uh, viewers that this book, it's called Do Not Resuscitate, otherwise, which as you know, is the notice that is put on your hospital, um, no, no more hope for you and um, you, you are going to be allowed to die. Anyway, the point about this book, so to your viewers, is that this book is a masterpiece. And that uh, the, the evidence I have for that is that the Sunday Telegraph in, in England, doing this book, said it was the, the strangest, which obviously I... Yeah, they said, uh, yeah. and when we have a clip of this, um, the headlines for the Telegraph said, Morris Saatchi is dead, or so he says, in the strangest memoir of the year. And the Times added that it's a very eccentric memoir. Did you take that as a compliment, Morris? I'm not sure if it was meant as one. Well, I took them both as a compliment. But anyway, the, in, answer to your, in answer to your question, the reason I'm going to um, give, give your viewers advice on whether they're likely to go to heaven or hell, 
I died, and that as one would expect, one goes to the, the gates of heaven in order to try to enter and to anticipate it, that I can pass on to your viewers, is that they have an immigration at the gates of heaven. They have a million asylum seekers. That means that there is overcrowding. There are delays. Tried everything not to turn the gates of heaven into Heathrow Airport. I found there. And that they, their solution to that is that they think they're being given to people, going back to your, your question right at the beginning, that if people had more, more about who goes to heaven and who goes to hell and why, that would be very helpful, and that it might be a number of hopeless applicants who arrive um, to, to very, very um, long and difficult fields. And they decided, shall I go on for another minute? Yes, yeah, I'll go, go on. on. Yeah. Okay, they, they decided that the problem was that um, and they decided that they had to have they had to give people full disclosure transparency, no cover up about who goes to heaven and, and why. The gospels do not answer that question as your viewers I'm sure gospels are not clear about who goes to heaven and why and who goes they're not clear about the sins and what are the sins, the remorse and how the remorse should be shown. The Gospels are not clear about faith. So they worked out um, their solutions to their And their solution was, was that they remembered that Jesus Christ himself become who he is after a show trial, wasn't it? And they decided to stage a show trial of their own, of all time. And I was the defendant. They had a jury of... Um, Sorry to jump in, Morris. You keep on talking about they. Who are they? They are the, the authorities. And is that, um, you know, some people, when they refer to the authorities, talk about God. Is that God or is it a different word you use? Well, I don't, God doesn't appear in this at all. And I don't think it's, although most of your viewers in America um, do believe that there is such a person, or at least they, well, the majority believe there is such a person, but 90% of your viewers in America have higher power. So let's just say that the authorities are the higher power. What it's a bit cheeky, Morris, isn't it? That I, I don't know about the strangest or the most eccentric men. Why it's certainly the most narcissistic. Why were you chosen of all people? Well, I was chosen. My death was um, undetermined. That was very important. My death wasn't caused by accident, murder. Suicide was undetermined, which they thought was helpful. And all the tests that I took are conclusive. So on the basis of that, I, they thought I was the perfect um, defense. I was 
was just saying. Do, do, they, they, assembled... do they sometimes make mistakes? I mean, might have you have been mistaken for your brother, Charles Such, who's had a more controversial life than yours? We we joked at the beginning, I, in a Freudian way, mistook you as Charles. I'm not going to call you Charles Such, but um, you are as famous, if not, well, in your own way, you're differently famous from your brother. Do you think they mistook you for, for Charles? Likely, because they they would, as they have perfect knowledge, they wouldn't make a mistake. Um, you must if they have they perfect are... knowledge, then why is there a trial? What, 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 what... The purpose of the trial was exactly to copy the trial of Jesus Christ himself. Through trial. And my role, by the way, is that I did not write this book. Your viewers to know that. I am not, not the... I, I am um, um, acknowledged as the author to write the book at all. I was only um, a journalist, a, a humble court reporter. And they asked me to keep a track of my trial. And they asked me afterwards to um, take my verdict to the people, which I'm doing now, thanks to you, so that the people will have more knowledge of some people go to heaven and why other people go to hell. So this, this book do not claims to, to reveal what must be the greatest secret of all time, why some people go to heaven and other people go to hell. So there you are. That's, that's what um, I'm trying to say to me. Well, I'm not supposed to be a messiah, but I'm just a messenger bringing the transcript of my trial so that people can see the difference. By the way, well, what is the difference? Well, obviously, I'd have to say, well, I can't say that now. I'd have to go and buy this fabulous book. Yeah, well, you're always selling something, Morris. Um, I mean, you you mentioned that you're not the Messiah, you're the messenger, your family's from Iraq. There's certainly a biblical quality to your claims. I mean, What's the difference between this and the Bible? You might get assassinated by someone who's offended by your assumption that you know why some people go to heaven and some people go to hell. Well, I think that's. I think what what people want, want to do is to look at the look at the difference at trial. And by the way, um, as I am on trial, I don't know whether you've ever been on trial. I assure you, the prosecution did a, a extremely aggressive. Um, job of demolishing my entire life and, and they did everything they could to sell a fit and proper person to be admitted to heaven and they did a, a good job of that and I defended myself as best as I could and in the end the jury can I tell you who the jury is yes of course all right okay well they picked the um, as one does with a jury they want the, the jury to be a cross-section of immortal people. Marilyn Monroe, Stephen Hawking, Abraham Lincoln, Charles Darwin, Pablo Picasso, Albert Einstein, Alfred Hitchcock, Mao, John F. Kennedy, and Martin Luther King. And no, the one who they I would expect my, to pop up is, is your old boss, Margaret Thatcher. Why wasn't she on it? She was. She, and what she, about Hitchcock? So, so I'm guessing well, Hitchcock would have been a bit. I didn't pick. I didn't pick the, they were picked to be my jury. 
on the basis that they represent the immortal community. It's not very diverse. I don't see a lot of uh, racial diversity, for example, uh, Morris. Why, why just white, mostly white men? I don't know. I mean, they picked the jury. What do you want me to do? I was yeah, just you're defending. blaming they. That sounds like a very Tory position. You're always blaming someone else. So, um, Tory what was, what was the case? There. What was the case, Morris? Who, who argued your? And, and presumably, you wanted to go to heaven rather than hell, right? I mean, what's the difference? Yes, I, I did want to go to heaven. Wanted to go to heaven, which is that uh, my my dead wife. I wanted very much and liked very much. Those do. That if you were to be going to heaven, you might have a chance to be reunited with your love. So there is a great benefit of going to heaven, apart from the fact that it's all beautiful blue sky. And but um, don't people want to imagine or dream that they might meet their loved ones? I mean, for example, I must tell you. Not everybody. I think some people might not want to meet their loved ones. They'd be happy to never see them again. I agree, that's possible. That's so, so um, I was very um, encouraged to the view that all these dead people really are there. Do you think they're there? Uh, they're there. It depends, again, maybe if we want to borrow some language from Bill Clinton, what is the there there? I don't know exactly. You mean they're in heaven or they're on a jury or there is really a some sort of judicial system. One of my readings of this, Morris, is you went to the London School of Economics, you got a very impressive first class degree in sociology, and then you went into the advertising business. You might be more suited to the law. Didn't your mother always want you to go into the law? I don't remember that. I don't think she was I'm sure you do. You're laughing uh, rather awkwardly. Uh, you should have been a lawyer. Thanks very much. I mean, I, I, I like, like a lot of lawyers. I've got. But anyway, aren't you, aren't you terribly impressed with this book? That's really the point. Don't you have? Well, I'm. I mean, I, I wouldn't say impressed. I'm saying I'm. I think I'm intrigued, and and I want to get to the the core argument because, of course. You're the, you're the founder of Saatchi and Saatchi, and perhaps the most famous thing you're associated with is your 1978 uh, claim that labor isn't working. You work for the Conservative Party that resulted in the coming to power of the great Mrs. Thatcher. So some people might argue that you deserve to be in the, the worst bit of hell. What did you argue on that front? Well, I, that's exactly the point that was put by the prosecution. The Mao, I hope, in particular. Well, it, well that, was, that was a key argument um, again, um, against me by the prosecution, which is that um, I, I was the, the person who had single-handedly made all British general election campaigning. And um, that's probably true. But I argued, and would argue now, that if election campaigns both here and in America are uh, negative, and if I had anything to do with that, well, the fact is that um, political activity, and you will either hit or, or be hit, and hands a blow on your face, and you're bleeding from your nose, 
is there is only one thing to do on your opponent's chin, which knocks him out. And that's how, and I don't think this is necessarily a, a bad thing. There is, uh, there is um, very upsetting, but it is, I'm sure it's true. Which kneels, the knives go in. Thought, but if you want to be involved in politics, you really have to understand that that's that's. And and, and by the way, I I I was also accused in the course in the course that not only were the, these election campaigns um, highly negative as a result of my bad, bad contribution, but that all all these election campaigns were reduced on your screen now into th like three words. And I was therefore accused of treating people like morons and reducing everything to moronic. But, but um, I certainly did not accept that at all on the basis that have ever happened in the world have been the result of um, four. I mean, shall I give you an example? Well, let, let, let's, uh, look, I, my guess is, Maurice, or my interpretation is there's an element of guilt here on your, you. You wrote this book because you know you fucked the world up with this labor isn't working thing. And you're trying to you're trying to create, I think, a, a, a pre-trial, a, a pre-argument for when you actually do have to go and face the jury. Uh, you do feel a degree of guilt here because you know that you screwed the Britain up over the last 40 years, if anything. That's extremely unfair, and I'll explain it to you now. These, these which I am um, considered famous, well, I mean, let me give you a couple of examples that will appeal to I mean, what do you say about no taxation without representation? That changed the world, didn't it? Or if you want more, how about one man, one voice, four words, that changed the world too. Or how, if you prefer three words, how about liber fraternite, that changed the world as well. So the idea that crazy uh, of something is cheap sloganizing, I wouldn't accept at all by tone and expression. Far, far from feeling guilty about that, I regard a praise a modern form of good manners in that it's not wasting people's time it's also by the way extremely hard to do and was that the in case anyone thinks that this is cheap sloganized treatment of people that the average length of the ten commandments is seven words so you think that the, the ten commandments might have been written by an advertising advertising executive like yourself well i when you must admit looking at those words um you would see firstly that the the, the average is 10 the average is 10 words and by the way going back to what you were just saying i'm guilty about making all elections into negative campaign nine of the ten commandments are negative people might want to think about that so far from feeling guilty i feel the exact which is 
that I have, I have and therefore deserve to be allowed to enter into heaven based on me. Um, that I, I've changed the world for the better. What about um, Mao? How, how did he get to, I mean, if he's on the jury, he must be in heaven. How did Mao get to heaven? Well, I, I, I especially from your point of view as a, as a Tory baron, Morris, that's an odd one. I can't keep revealing the verdict of my, my trial and that wouldn't be good. I mean, the book has to actually, so what we want your viewers to do is go and buy it. It's very cheap, cheap and so easy. Yeah, it is cheap, which doesn't necessarily, as you know, make it good. I mean, you got three reviews on Amazon. Why haven't you got more reviews? I don't know about that. I on Amazon. I don't know what you've been. Can't, couldn't you arrange after the trial some sort of deal with the authorities that you became at least a bestseller? I can, I don't think they're interested in that particularly. Being um. As I said, not a messiah. I'm supposed to be a messenger. That's what I did. Bring, bring people the truth about why you would go to heaven or why. If there are any people in your viewers who believe, as many of my and maybe you do, that this is all complete nonsense, that there is no such. It's all just complete rubbish. Many, many of my friends say, Certainly not all, that's the case. But for them, well, what are they looking forward to? What, what do, that? do you think there is such a place as heaven and hell? No. And I certainly don't think that there's a jury or a legal system where you argue your case. Well, okay. Well, I, I'll, in my own case, I became completely convinced by the most of Westminster who very... Um, amazingly, wonderfully allowed my dead wife in Westminster Abbey, which is a very rare, um, very rare occurrence. And got to know him very well. We become, um, um, what about your parents friends. and all your other relatives? Did you meet them or will you meet them? I mean, they all in heaven? I don't know. I, I don't know. You have to read the book in order to get to the verdict to see what happens to me. The pro as I said, the prosecutor were demolishing my entire life and demonstrating fit and proper person. That was the job. They did it extremely brutally and very well. I'm not sure that anyone, well, anyone, normally when you write, write an autobiography, dead. but the, normally you, you start your life from um, age and then look back on it but i i didn't do that i i thought that well and it would be more interesting to start from um actual death but anyway the, the point i was to a most marvelous man is that i asked him afterwards after this memorial a lot, lot of kind you would expect which is well what's it like is i and, and his answer was that it's not necessary to ask such questions. Um, I asked him the ultimate schoolboy question for all. The ultimate schoolboy question, which is why, why do bad things happen to good? To which his answer I 
thought was truly wonderful, which was, it's a mystery. And I asked him at the end of these schoolboy questions, I asked him what you'd ask him, which is, are you seriously telling me the Dean of Westminster, putting aside all your sermons, all your lectures and West teaching, all your writing, are you telling me that you yourself actually believe are there? Should I give you his answer? Yes, please, I'm waiting. His answer was, I'm certain of it. And I, thanks to him, I'm certain of it now too. And I think your viewers are, I think your viewers are certain of it as well. I mean, consider, let's say that, let's say that like many of my friends, um, but as, as I just explained, certainly not, let's just consider what they're looking forward to. If they, they are, let's call them heaven deniers. Think that this book and everything in it is all just complete nonsense. Well, let's just consider what they're looking for. There's going to be a, a digger is going to come. It's going to dig a big hole in the ground. Body is going to be put into the ground, and then it's going to be covered in mud. The priest of what happened to be will say something along the lines of, "Rest in peace." This, uh, reception, because there's always a reception after a few isn't there? There'll be a very nice reception. The, their friends will um, be at a table and well, um, Andrew is going to be so missed. It's going to be absolutely terrible. I don't know how we're going to get on without him. His contribution was absolutely enormous. And then one of your friends will look at the menu and say, what's for dessert? Mm. If, you, if you really believe that there is, there is that, there you are, that's how it will end. What's for dessert? One person who enjoyed the book was Elton John. He, he said, I, I relished every page. Is he on your page, uh, Morris? Does he believe in this trial, do you think? Well, he certainly he said something very, I'm not going to say any more about his views. But, um, yes, what do you think? Uh, have I convinced you now? No, you haven't convinced me. Your, your best argument is that after my funeral, someone's going to ask what's for dessert, and that's the argument for there being this massive show trial when you yes, die. I don't see the connection. That's a very good what's the good connection? Argument. I mean... You're making an, uh, a very, what very one might think of as an existential argument, which suggests loneliness and absurdity. So, so why should I believe in this show trial? If anything, you just prove the fact that we're here for a, a short period of time. Then we die. People, reg people are sad for a few minutes, and then they worry about what's for dessert, and they move on to the next thing. They're going to do that with you. They're going to do that with me, and they do that with everybody, even Elton John. Because I, having died, and by the way, your viewers may say, well, wait a minute. Yeah. He says he's dead. And he wrote this book when he was dead. Now. I mean, we can see him on the screen. Yeah, some people so might, Joe Morris, he, you've been dead for years. Is he, they may ask, is he dead or alive? 
Which might the dean would be well. It's a mystery. Everything's well, it's not a mystery according to you. Everything's clear, but you have to read the book. You have to buy the book, right? Well, that's the point, isn't it? I mean, the, the publisher's got staff, I mean, and they've got a, they've got printers who will print it, take it around to bookshops, Amazon delivery people. I mean, you know, there's a all these people, don't they? So it's very important to buy the book, and that, that's really what I think your viewers should do. Because well, you're gonna you're gonna see at least maybe you got three star, you got three reviews on Amazon. You might get a fourth. What about let's end, Maurice, and on a. <laughs> On this issue of the conservatives, you're you've dedicated your life to the conservative party. Um, in fact, mm. you you even wrote something. You you had another book out called um, "If If This Is Conservatism, I Am a Conservative." Um, how yes. I lost the election, another election of two thousand and five. The mm. best I, I uh, and everyone has to, of course, read the book. But the best argument, Morris, is that. You may have been right in 78 about Labour not working, but today, conservatism doesn't work. They brought us in, or they brought you guys into Brexit. They fucked up the country in a way that was unimaginable in 78. Aren't you to blame for that? And in that sense, I think you're definitely going to be going to hell. Well, I mean, that's um, I, I, I'm absolutely prepared to take that completely head on. The moment is not well thought of. And I'm not just referring to um, the Conservative Party is miles behind Labour. Um, I'm referring to the fact that there's a, um, an intellectual problem and, and solved um, with brainwashing. I think this is this requires, um, I'd call it, that the, the Conservative Party has to find what everyone knows. Everyone in the part of the moment, which is, is a sense of purpose, a sense of um, a vision, what, what we stand for, or what makes us socialists. That's if you talk to any conservative MP or peer, they will all say exactly the same. And it's been missing for, for some time. And that's, that's a little problem, which somebody has to solve and um i think that and that's that's what's required so you basically have argued that conservatism isn't working you you argued in back in 78 that labor isn't working now it's the conservatives that are not working i don't think i'd say conservatism isn't working i'd say that the, the conservative party needs an intellectual solution to um a, a serious problem which is what, and if I, I'll take an extra minute, if I may, to explain that, that the teacher um, who um, I obviously adored and had a tremendous effect on um, my life, lunch after she had left number 10, and I said to her, um, the top five banks in Britain in all financial transactions in the UK, loans, mortgages, insurance, credit cards, everything. I said, it's 80%. She said, it's impossible. And she didn't, she didn't mean true. 
What she meant by that was, it's intolerable of what conservatism stands for, which was and the free market. And her definition of the free market was, was a perpetual referendum in which people cast thousands of people cast their votes every day for the thousands of products on offer, and from its better products and services emerge. That's that was the theory, but that that's not what's happened at all. Because what's happened is that all the world are now cartels of giant global. That's not when she said it's impossible. What she meant was that that's not it at all. That's not the free market. That's something completely different. If I had to give my own version of what the Conservative Party has to find a solution to, it's that because people. People find it intolerable that they have um, who treat them often as though they, they were ants, as ants that are being looked down on by um, Orson Welles Ferris wheel. That's this is something that's completely unacceptable. People to say that big companies are now worse than big government. Now there's a statement. Yeah, I suspect, Morris, that secretly you've become a socialist. And uh, let's end with a final question. Um, If you knew in this trial that it required you to declare yourself a socialist to get into heaven, would you? No, I couldn't do that. Working for the Conservative Party, as you said a minute ago. (laughs) Go to hell forever. You mean you you would burn forever, Morris, in hell because of your allegiance to old Mrs. Thatcher and the Conservatives? They don't care about you. No, no, I wouldn't do that. I would do exactly what's happened here, which is that um, I would be accused. I am accused, by the way, um, in the trial of being a. I'm accused of being a communist dressed up in the ermine and robes of the House of Lords, and fifteen foot statue of Lenin. Um, in the garden here, and by the prosecution for being a closet communist, very much as you said. But I defend, and in the end, the verdict came down from the judge and the jury, and there you are, messenger to bring people the news and the the news to the planet, to the planet. So there you are. I I was I was in the position of being accused in exactly the way you. Said. 